Hello everyone and welcome to episode 97 of the Talking Football podcast. My name's Derek Clark and every week we try and bring you a top class interview with some of the most colourful and engaging characters involved in the game. We like to pride ourselves on our in-depth interviews and they don't come much deeper than this one with more than three hours spent with former Hibs defender Stephen Tico. As such we've divided this bumper sized edition into three parts. Parts 2 and 3, which will be released in the coming days, will cover his time at Hibs and beyond. In this episode, Part 1, will cover Stephen's early career from growing up in Paris, learning from the best at the world-famous academy Clairefontaine. We hear about his struggles breaking through at Nantes, his eye-opening loan spell at Sedan, where he'd make his Ligue 1 debut. And we also go into great detail about his time representing France as a youngster and skippering a star-studded sign to Euro's glory in 2004. So sit back and enjoy the latest episodes of the Talking Football podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Talking Football podcast. I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line this week by former Hib star Stephen Tico. Stephen, thank you very much for, for coming on. Thank you for letting me on. Thank you for the <laughs> message you sent me uh, on social media because uh, it's always uh, nice to, to be able to talk about uh, my life, career and football. So thank you from myself. Yeah, it's, it's, what a career you've had, Stephen, as well. It's um, very unorthodox. You've been absolutely everywhere, uh, pretty much across the globe. Um, you're in Lithuania just now. We are just speaking off air. Um, What's it like over there with regards to, to living, of course, with the, the coronavirus? Um, are you, have you been affected by it? Uh, last year, yes, because the, after the first game of the season, uh, we had to stop for three months, I think, something yeah. like that. So, like I was telling you previously, I was by myself at the time. So, new country, uh, new everything, new start. And that coronavirus arrived and I was like, wow, what am I going to do right now? I was grateful, though, because I was thinking and telling myself, well, I did sign the contract on time because it could have been a disaster. You know, I've been telling friends and family that maybe a few days later, it could have been maybe the end of my career. Wow. Not because I would have want to but with the covid situation you understand yeah so i was i was grateful and uh, and now uh, we are back to normal almost uh, the restaurants gonna some are reopened already yeah uh, we don't have to wear the mask when we're uh, outside working we just need to, to wear the mask uh, when we're going to a uh, do a grocery shop, shopping mall, and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, it's nothing like Paris or Edinburgh, for example. Yeah, talking yeah. about talking about about Paris, then of course you were born there and uh, back in February nineteen eighty seven. Growing up, was it was it Saint Denis around about where, where you grew up, Stephen? Uh, yeah, not far from Saint Denis. Yeah, not far from Saint Denis. Like uh, I'm from Pantin, and uh, Pantin is uh, is in the Saint-Denis district, Saint-Saint-Denis district. What, what was that like, like growing up? Were you always um, playing football, always kicking a ball around? Yeah, since my, I can't remember when, but like since the very beginning, I had that passion. 
and uh, I've been telling everyone that uh, I I would like to to become a football player. And I remember at the time, you know, at school, uh, at kindergarten and stuff. No, this is not a job. And then the following year, they were asking me, you know, back in the days, you had to write on a paper what you want to become. Yeah. And every year it was the same. And then uh, I was like, you can tell me whatever you want. This is what I want to do, you know. And obviously, I had the the the, the chance and the luck to have like uh, my parents. Uh, that's been like they told me one day, okay, you've been saying this for the last four five years. So if you want to do this, uh, we're gonna support you in order to make it. And uh, now it's been. Uh, I'm professional since I'm 18, and I just turned 34, so yeah. it's very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, was PSG the team you, you supported as a boy? No, to be fair, uh, I didn't support PSG. I don't know why, but uh, you know, I was uh, I was watching every every football team. Yeah. But I I never had, uh, I never had that that strong connection with, with PSG since, uh, since I was a boy. Yeah. But uh, I had my times where, you know, my passion was like, like growing. And then some moment as well that I was like, oh no, I don't know if like the way they are, if it's really the way I am, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to be in front of you tonight and tell, tell you, yeah, no, I've been a PhD fan from day one. No, that would be a lie and I'm not like this. But, you know, I'm uh, proud to be from Paris, obviously. Uh, I'm, I'm following them and uh, I, I wish that they can do well, but I'm not like some guys that who are from Paris like me. You know, I would tell you now from day one, I've been a, a PSG fan. Yeah. Um, you would have been um, 11 when the, the World Cup was on in France. Um, what, what's your memories of that? Can you remember much about that? Yeah, of course. I remember, like, I was, you don't know, like, you're talking to a crazy, crazy fan of football. <laughs> so, uh, believe me, I remember that World Cup like it was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, um, unbelievable memory because uh, first of all I'm a football fan it was in my country yeah. uh, like you were like uh, I, I remember myself like trying to do everything to watch as many games as I could you know yeah. the first one was Scotland against Brazil yeah and uh, yeah the final the 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 craziness of the country after the yeah. the last whistle and stuff like that. I was on holiday with my family in the south of France. My dad took us out, and so it was it was so nice, very very nice memory. Yeah. Did you have any um, heroes watching that team? Any players that you wanted to be like? Uh, to be honest, not really. Uh, but uh, after when I grew up, yeah. Uh, I was uh, enjoying watching Lilian Thuram a lot because uh, he was a player who could play almost everywhere. Then uh, I'm from Guadeloupe like him. So, you yeah. know, it was all of those things. 
and uh, people were compa well, making a comparison with uh, Marcel Desailly as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would go for for Lilian Thuram. Yeah. Being yeah. from Guadeloupe, would you know um, Michel Antoine Curie? Would you would you know who, who he is at all? I do, I do. Yeah. I was on the phone with Michael uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> last, last week, and we were messaging almost every day. But over the phone, we were on the phone last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, I do know who he is. Yeah, he's a t- he's a top guy. We, we had him on. I had him on last year. He's a uh, he's full of life. That guy, isn't he? He's uh, yeah. he's a great character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's full of life. That's my that's Michael. You know, it's yeah. uh, you either like him or hate him, but like you know, he, he's like that, like full of energy. Uh, dead cheesy, really nice guy. Yeah, he certainly is. And um, what was it? Um, where did you go as a youngster, Stephen? Was it the, the Clairefontaine, or did you go to Nantes first? No, I went to Clairefontaine at uh, age thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what was that? What was that like? Uh, the the best three years of my life. Like, yeah. it, like every time people are asking me about Clairefontaine, I I can talk you about it but you won't get it you need to go there you know what i mean yeah. like you need you need to to have what i did have during those three years you know first of all at the time it was like uh, without any doubt the actual best place in football you know for youngsters yeah. in, in in the world in the world i'm not talking only about friends yeah the coaches were the best. Uh, they made uh, before before me us uh, Thierry Henry, Nicolas Anelka. Yeah. So you know when you get uh, Luisa, when you get to a place like this and you're 13, and these guys are talking to you, are giving you advice and stuff. You can just listen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I know because I've been there. And I'm not saying that it's right, but you can maybe get to to work with a coach, but you know his name to you is not like uh, doesn't represent that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not saying that uh, uh, there is coach that I haven't listened more than others. No, but you know the impact on myself were different with some coaches, that's for sure, you know, because of what they have done, what they have achieved, and uh, the way they were talking to you, the small details, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now that I'm 34, I'm like, wow, these guys were already in the future. But it's not like uh, I was doubting it, no, because uh, I knew, but the more you grow and you are still in that game and you're like, wow, like that coach told me this 20 years ago and I'm still doing this and it's still working, you know? And yeah. you're like, wow, it's it's uh, it's advice that can make you last in that football game that's getting more and more difficult, by the way. Yeah. Did you have to move away then as a young boy to, to the academy? Yeah, 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 yeah. From uh, from age 13, I, uh, I received the, the later to to tell me that I was getting to the academy and uh, it was finished. No mom and dad, no brothers. Yeah. I just had my, my little one uh, who just arrived in 1999. 
And after a few months uh, of life together, I was, I was uh, going to the academy from Sunday night uh, till Friday night. So oh. I just had, yeah. So my mom was like, are you going to be okay? And I was like, mom, I'm going to be more than okay. You're <laughs> going to be. Because this is what I wanted, you know? Yeah. And uh, she obviously didn't tell me for a few months, but like my mom was crying when she was coming yeah. back from work because uh, I'm so close and yeah. uh, to her. And then when you've got your 13 years old kid, it doesn't matter the, the distance, you know, but like who's not sleeping, you're coming back from work every day. You're not seeing your kid, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's very, it's very sad and hurtful. But after that, you know, she could see me like uh, coming back and very happy and stuff like that. And I think this put on her mind that now he's okay over there and he's very happy. This is what he wants to do. So after that, it was okay. But yeah, I, I left, uh, I left uh, my family, friends and neighborhood by age 13. Yeah. Um, from there, um, was it was did you go to Nantes from there? Um, is, that, is that how it works? They sort of try and fix you up with a, a club. Yeah, because uh, Clairefontaine is a, is a pre academy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, after that, uh, at, at the time, uh, the best one were staying there three years. The better one, sorry, were staying there three years. Uh, which I I did, and after that, after the third year, you have to go to an academy. Yeah. And I uh, and I decided to to sign and to go to Nantes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard that we had um, Armandoni on a wee while ago. He went to Nantes and he says it was the best time of his life there in terms of he says it was so much fun. He maybe had too much fun and he took his eye off the, the ball a bit and he, and he was released eventually. What, how did you find the the academy there? It was nice, but uh, it was below Clairefontaine. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, once more, you know, it's not like to people sometimes, ah, no, you, your love with Clairefontaine. I say, no, guys, believe me, like if, if you had the chance to go there for three years, you can go wherever you want. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna find what we had in terms of uh, football, football pitches, uh, food, nutrition, uh, coaches, you know, yes. so not was good, but already when I get there, I had without telling them, you know, that issue with coaches because uh, some of the coaches were, uh, I don't know, 20 something. Yeah. And uh, I've just spent three years at Clairefontaine with coaches who were like, uh, fifties uh, and stuff yeah. like that with what I explained you 10 minutes ago, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, what well, this coach is telling me that this is not right, but I've got that coach who made that player yeah. who's been telling me that this, you know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, no, this is what you're telling me is not right. You know? Yeah. And because, uh, Clairefontaine at the time was better than, even if it's a pre-academy, was better than all the academies, you know, in yeah, terms wow. of uh, in terms of uh, of uh, of football, yeah. you know, of yeah. football. So 
sometimes you know the arguments were coming oh you think you're still at Clairefontaine and I was like no but uh, expect better you you signed me yeah. with my quality with everything so uh, I'm not going to change because it's like I'm talking to you right now Derek and uh, you've been working uh, I don't, for three years and uh, somewhere and you come to my work that is it's, it's the same as yours right and i'm telling you no derek you have to do this and you're no steven i know i know what i'm doing you know so and like you said i was expecting the 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 standard to be way higher yeah. and I, I remember myself phoning my big brother and i was like but some of the guys here uh, I don't know what they are doing here. You know, like, and it, it wasn't being a, a big head or whatsoever, you know? It was just because I've been here at Clairefontaine, but I was young, it's 13 till 16. So I was like, the next step, the standard should go even higher, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, the coaches were like, yeah, we had issues. I'm not gonna, we had issues. In terms of yes, Steven, you need to play 100% because the time by the time you go with the older guy is gonna be difficult. And I was like, uh, so it means that you don't know who you did sign. And yeah. then you know when a 16 years old is telling you this the way I just did to you, like instead of being like, oh, this guy is confident, it was like this guy is arrogant. Yeah. You know, and I was like, why am I arrogant if I am, I know what I'm capable of? I know my strength. I know my weakness. I'm not telling you that I'm the best in the world, but I'm arrogant. And between us, Derek, if you want to make it in that, in that job, if you don't have these things that call confidence, just quit. Yeah. yeah. Just quit. It's simple as that. If you go to a changing room and you're like, oh, this guy is better than me, or don't even don't even start because the guy's gonna eat you, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I proved them wrong, by the way. Every time they were putting me with the oldest guy, I was getting to the team, never quit, never quit. We were winning and everything. So then at the end, they are like, oh, wow. Oh, we've got someone here, you know? And I wanted to be like, you put me for six months uh, with the guy of my age, but uh, you have to know in France, uh, when you're from Paris, Paris is the, the, the strongest place with the best player yeah. of France, you know? So if you are one of the best from that particular place, it means that your level is very high, yeah. right? And uh, Nantes is obviously not in Paris. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I, this proved you that, you know, I wasn't arrogant. I knew that I could do more, but I just keeping some qualities and stuff because I didn't have to show them at the time, you know, yeah. but for them, like, and then, you know, we, for me, they didn't, try to understand the person before the player to start with 
to know how I was thinking because you know that's the thing when you're from a, an academy and you go uh, when, from a pre-academy when you go to an academy uh, because the rest of my teammates at, at Nantes were there since they were 13. You understand? Yeah. So they saw them grow up from very young kids to like a youth adults. But me, I arrived and I was already 16 with uh, my past and this and that. I was already in national team. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, it, it, it can get a bit confusing because uh, there is not enough communication. But uh, I, I, it was nice, but yeah, once more, not, not as nice as Clairefontaine's for sure. You, you said um, the national team. Before we talk about the, the 2004 um, Euros, um, did, were you playing for France before that, that tournament, Stephen, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, it's nice that you're asking me the question because sometimes I'm reading like uh, interviews and stuff and people are writing everything and they don't know. So just for you, the ah. first cap ever of my national team, 87, I was already there. It was against Spain. There was myself, there was Samir Nasri, there was Benoit Costil, and then we've been there for four years. Yeah. So the first international cup of the team, 1987, I was there, and uh, and a few, a few. We were more than a few that's been. We stayed the four years, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, under 16 we were, under 17, under 18, under 19 we were together, and then. Uh, it's it's the playing for our, representing their countries. There is no words for that. Yeah, and not yeah. just that. I mean, you were captain as well. What what I mean, what was that like uh, having that honor? Uh, people are gonna maybe think uh, that uh, I'm crazy, but it, it was great, very nice. But I've been captain almost everywhere in my career. Yeah, you know. So I'm not gonna lie with the new coach, Philippe Bergerot, that's been a mentor to me and uh, that I love and respect so much. Mm -hmm. uh, when he took over at the end of the under 16 years, he was uh, passing the captain armband every, every game to, uh, to a new players, right? Mm -hmm. He's the first one who put me captain, first one. And uh, when we arrived at the Euro first game against uh, Northern Ireland, like uh, he showed the paperboard and then next to my name, it was like captain. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, probably it's gonna, you know, change every game, second game, captain, third captain. And then I was his captain for the last three years. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was great. And uh, uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, a journalist made a, a book about my, my team. My yeah, I've yeah. Yeah, and uh, obviously with us, the player, not with uh, what journalists were, you yeah. know, which is the best way. And uh, the coach say, uh, for me, it was normal to give the armband to Steven because he was the natural leader of the team, you know. He, he knew when to say, hey, guys, wake up, when it was good, you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I, I always got that in me, even here in Lithuania, some of the young guys, young guys, sorry, are, are telling me, for me, you're the captain of the team, even if you don't have the armband, you know? 
yeah. the way you talk. And actually, last game, like uh, last Saturday, after the game, some people, a few people translate and translate it to me. And the journalist was like, Steven Tiku is like a dad on the, on the field for the guys. <laughs> and the coach was like, no, Steven got this in him, you know, like uh, talking uh, when it's good, when it's, when it's not good. And uh, because football is everything to him. So, so yeah, it was, it was an honor. And obviously, by being captain with the national team means that I touched the trophy the first and stuff like that. You know, it's things yeah. that you, you keep with you forever, you know. Yeah, of course, you, you beat um, Portugal in the semis and then Spain in the final. Can you remember much about the final and um, winning the, and, and holding the trophy and things like that? It must have been an amazing experience. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, the first time I rewatched every game was last year. Wow. Since, uh, yeah, wow. and I was like, wow. Like, sometimes I was like, I had a great tournament. I was obviously like focusing on myself yeah. and I'm like, wow, you had a great tournament. And uh, the final, obviously, uh, when we scored, uh, when Samir scored uh, towards the end and stuff, and you know that there is a few minutes to go and you're winning. And then like we were home, all of my, uh, all the players that, you know, friends, families, uh, people from our areas, neighborhoods. So, you know, it's, it's, it's something special, you know, you, words can't describe the feeling yeah. and uh, by touching the, the trophy, because before us, no French team ever won that, that under 17. Wow. Many reached the final, but they got beaten, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it was like, uh, when we reached the final, we were happy, but we were like, oh, we don't want to be like, you know, the other ones who's been that close and, you know, so when we won, we were like, oh, we did it and it was great. Yeah. What, what was the success down? Was it, like you said, Philip Bergeroud? Do you think it's a lot, lot down, to, down to the coach that you won that tournament or the, the, the great players that you played alongside? Tell me that again, sorry. Sorry, yeah, was a lot down to the, the coach, Philip Bergeroud and... and... Uh -huh. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the coach, the coach has been a big part of it. Yeah, like in terms of tactic, believe me, the four for the four for two of the coach. Until now, I can tell you every session, <laughs> every session, Derek. <laughs> we were working. He was he was taking uh, he was taking his paperboard, and then so you see, when the ball is here, you go there. You go there, you start the pressing. And you know, when you're young, sometimes, you know, okay, you, you're not saying yeah. out loud, you know, yeah, but come on, coach, we know that by now, you know. Yeah. We, were, we were getting to the pitch. No need to speak. Wow. That guy was making the first move. Boom, 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 boom. We were getting the ball back. After that, play, pass. And it was like, and you know, it's those little things that when you 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 manage to have coaches like that at your young age yeah. that showed you that 
hard work, dedication, repeating the same things over and over can work. Yeah. And after that, you sign professional and you get coaches that you want to do tactile with, uh, tactic with them. And you can see that in a tactical way, they are not that good. And you're like, but what, what is wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been at age 17 with somebody who made me love tactic, the pressing and stuff like that. And I'm now professional. And uh, we are not talking about this because many times as a central defender, I like to say to my coaches or to the teammates, I don't think we're that good to press. And yeah. they're like, really? Why are you thinking that? I say, because pressing means that we need to get the ball back. Press doesn't mean running just to run and lose energy, you know? And yeah, but why, what would you change? And I said, we need to change something because I've been with coaches before that pressing means after three or four passes, five max, we were getting the ball back. So we need, we have some things to change. It could be desire, uh, the speed, the mentality, you know? Yeah. And after that, some players are thinking few days, watching few games on TV. Oh, Steven, you are right. And I'm like, but I know, <laughs> you know, because like, I, I, I had the, the, the luck to, to, to be with these guys and people don't know, Philippe Bergeau was in the World Cup 98 squad as a, a goalkeeper coach, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So we're not talking about small people who doesn't know anything about, about the game, you know? Yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's 4 for 2 like uh, sometimes we were even like, like uh, taking the piece in front of him and he was <laughs> laughing because like, he was, when we won, he was like, you see, guys, every day, but look, my 4 for 2 things. And we were like, coach, honestly, sometimes it was annoying, but thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> see, the, see the players you played with there? Um, uh, you, you mentioned Samir Nasri, of course. Uh, Hatton yeah. Ben Arthur played. And Karim Benzema, I heard a, a story that he, he worked really, really hard on, on his game back in the day. What, what were these guys like to, to play with? Uh, well, uh, it was easy. Yeah. It was easy. Uh, like they told you that uh, it was easy to play with me as well. You know, because many times people, uh, especially in my country, when you read everything, it's like uh, four players only won the, the tournament, you know, yeah. which for me is disrespectful for the rest of the squad. Yeah. Uh, because at the time, uh, to start with, Karim wasn't even playing, you know? Wow. Yeah. So, but because he's now a top player in Real Madrid and unbelievable and everything, to make the things better, oh, yeah the four players, the four stars. And I was, I'm like, Karim right. himself would tell you that he was on the bench. He played 15 minutes that tournament. The whole wow, tournament. really? 15. Wow. 15, Derek. But in that, in that 15 minutes, he scored one goal, the first goal of the tournament against Northern Ireland. We couldn't score. I don't know if it was the, the pressure and blah, blah, blah. He got on what a goal he scored. And after that, he, he, he didn't even play anymore you know but it was 
it was uh, to come back to your question it was easy for few for few reasons first of all all of those guys are football lovers like me yeah we i don't think if friends had a, a generation of player that love football that much like you know we were having competition about everything to see the one who knows the most player and you know oh this guy uh, uh, played where uh, how did he score you know it was crazy because back in the day we started football for total different reasons than the boys right now yeah it was for the love for the game you know we didn't know how much money was getting uh, Zidane or you know we didn't know and it wasn't even our problem or issue now kids are starting football for those things yeah. because those things are in the media instagram this that you know what i mean they, a few still do it for the love of the game but now you can buy a, a kid who's just eight years old, 10 years old. One million. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, so it, it's different. And the second thing is that uh, we had the same football view in terms of uh, intelligence, uh, he was making the move. He knew the ball was going to arrive, you know, that connection that you're like, wow, it's, it was so nice. And, I, and I've said many times when we were going to national team for a week or 10 days, the level was sometimes as high as a first team, yeah. first team players. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was everyone at the time were like at the top of his game as a youngster and it was so nice to watch yeah. so so nice to watch yeah. so that's the two things for me that uh, that uh, made us uh, the way we were yeah when you won that tournament Stephen I'd imagine there'd have been a lot of clubs that, that were watching that and maybe watching you did you have any uh, any offers from any clubs after that you know what, Derek? Uh, football is a crazy world. And I, I found out a lot of things when I joined HIPS. Mm. So when I joined HIPS, the, the scout who made me join HIPS is called David Fouquet, right? He phoned me. I was, uh, I was uh, unemployed after the end of my contract with Nantes. And he say, hi, Steven, uh, my name is David Fouquet. I used to be the scout of Chelsea. And I wanted you when I was working there. I was on the phone, I swear. <laughs> I was like, stop your, <laughs> stop this. <laughs> you know, I say, stop this. And then he was like, uh, excuse me. And then I got that it was serious, you know. And then he was like, now uh, I'm working for Hibs. Uh, would you want to come here and stuff like that? And I was like, well, uh, my dad always told me, you cannot say no if you don't go and see from your own eyes. So no, I, I'm up for it, you know? Yeah. So when I arrived there and stuff, David explained me everything. Yes, we phoned Nantes. I was working at Chelsea at the time. 
they ask us for crazy amount of money. I said, I never heard about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I said, how this can even be possible? And he says, Stephen, I swear. And then he said, he's been honest. It wasn't the Chelsea of Abramovich who didn't have. So when we heard the money they were asking us, we said, no, okay, we just leave him, you know? But he said, if you're here with me, it's because I know you since you're a youngster. Because Hibs, for me, means 21 years old. The guy saw me at the under 17 or 16, uh, you know, yeah. uh, since I was in national team. So, and I had also, uh, uh, I had also an agent at the time. Who, I'm just going to be nice and quick on that part. Like, no good. Yeah. And uh, after the tournament, uh, we went with my family and we said, so tell us what are the clubs that want Steven yeah. after the tournament? And he said, nobody. And my dad was like, no, you, you must be kidding. Yeah. Player of the, he's been in team of the tournament. He won the tournament. We were to the games, every games. People were talking. We are not silly. People were trying to talk to us. And he said, no. And I was like, oh, you know what? Uh, I hope you do that. I, Derek, I'm going to tell you another thing. Yeah. We, the tournament was in my country, in France. Yeah. He's French. He didn't come once to the stadium in five games. No way. Not even to the final. I'm, I was the captain of the team. Yeah. How this, can even, how this can even be possible? Then when we asked him, how can you do that? And he said, the games were on TV. I said, excuse me, your player is captain and my dad was like and i told him and i say my friends from my area where i grew up right yeah. were were doing silly things going five or six in the cars to come and support me yeah and you didn't come once to the game and after that i was like no there is some things you know at the time already i was telling myself that football world, I don't like it that much. Yeah. Because it was like, no, nah, but Nantes is very good. I say, it's nothing to do that Nantes is very good or not. You know, like I need to know, did, did you see how I perform on the field? Imagine at the time, Derek, I, I know that Chelsea wanted me, my new, also. maybe it's a different life and career for me right now. Yeah. You know? in terms of everything and i say you cannot play with somebody's life like that so it's just this was just because uh, you're giving me the possibility to to talk about it so i'm telling everything right now you yeah. know when it's with my country you know because i'm still playing after people are like oh yeah but uh it's jailous because he didn't make it no 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 it's nothing to do with that I'm still very proud of who I am and what I've been doing, you know, because if two people can put my football boots and have the journey that I had with the number of times that I've been down to get back up, I would take them about because believe me, (laughs) uh, I'm still in touch with people that I met at Hibs and they're like, man, you're still playing, you're there, and next year you're there. 
and I can follow their career. And then, you know, they went from heaps to other teams, but that way, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, but guys, you could have made a career. Look, me, you're phoning me tomorrow. Oh, I've got some things for you in China. Would you, what's the, how many years, the money, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, because this is, I, I started this as a young age. I, we we yeah. talked about it at the beginning. For this, you know, it's not because uh, somebody's closing a door on me that I'm, ah, now football is finished. No chance. I love this too much. I know that on earth somebody's gonna be thinking this guy is a good player. I want him in my in my in my squad. You know, yeah. that's why I've been doing all of that. And people sometimes, oh, are you not tired? Of course, I'm tired of traveling every day. And thankfully, it's my second year in the room. You know, <laughs> because <laughs> now, <coughs> now uh, there is the wife, the the princesses. You know what I mean? You cannot. Uh, well, ladies, let's go. We go there. We go. You know, <laughs> my my first one, she's gonna turn four. Yeah, she's born in Scotland. She lived in Malaysia. Yeah, she lived in USA. She's <laughs> living in Lithuania. You know what I'm talking that's, about? That's something else for a four-year-old. That's crazy. You know, <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's. It's, it's crazy, like she's going to the international school here. Uh, she goes back home sometimes. She talks to us in Lithuania. We're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Lithuanian, we don't understand. Speak <laughs> 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 with your friends at school, but with us, it's English, French, or West Indian, but no Lithuanian, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so, yeah, so uh, it's, uh, it's crazy to, to have been, uh, it's unfortunate for me to have been working with uh, such uh, yeah. an incompetent agent at the time. Uh, but it's like that, it's part of my life, I guess. Yeah, there's, there's some bad people in the game. Before you joined um, uh, Hibs, uh, you had a, a loan spell at Sedan. Um, did you learn much when, when you went there? Of course, you, you played some games for them. Yeah, uh, that experience um, has been, there was great things that I won't ever forget. I, I started my, my, my career yeah. uh, over there. I played in uh, League One, uh, yeah. the top division, Ligue 1. Yeah. Uh, so it was some things that I will take with me for good. But at the same time, uh, I suffered a lot because uh, I understand that being on loan in France, in France, I'm not talking uh, in general, is uh, some things that I wouldn't accept anymore. Oh, really? Because you're not the player, you're not, you're, you're, you're at the club, but you're not considered that a player of the club, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, not the same as, as actual contracted players. You know, yeah. this is how I felt it. Because uh, I, I, went, I, I went on loan there after four years of national team. I was actually in the pre-list of the under-21 in France, which is huge. You know, the names to be in under 21 at the time. And I was like, wow, it means that what I've been doing with the youth, you know, has been watching and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, if I play a number, uh, an amount of games, I'm gonna go with the under 21. The first 15 games, 
not even in the squad. Wow. You got a guy on loan and I wasn't even making the squad. Yeah. And I was like, what is the point here? You know, yeah. try to speak with the coach. And I'm that type of guy. For me, talking with the coach, no, it's uh, where, I, where I'm from. There is no need, Derek. Yeah. You, you talk on the field from Monday till, till Friday, you know? Yeah. And uh, the first coach uh, got the sack. The assistant coach took over. I went. I was like, uh, coach, please let me know what should I do to at least be on the squad. And he told me, Stephen, you've got everything. Just uh, realize that uh, you've been playing two places before and it's not, it's not the same here, right? So there is things that you are doing that maybe people here are not going to understand. And if we concede the goal, the press is going to go against you. So just change these few things, which was uh, you love those 20, 20 meters pass between the lines, the football and stuff like that, you know? It was like, take this off, get the ball, five meters pass, you've done your job. He was like, do this. This was on a Monday, Derek, I swear. Monday to Friday, new Steven, get the ball five meters, this, that. I was frustrated because this is not my game, you know? Yeah. Friday, the list, I was on the list. We went to Nice. Somebody got injured. I was like, ah, it's okay. I'm not going to get in. It's fine. You know, there is a, this guy is 32, blah, blah, blah. He says, Steven, you want to go to warm up, blah, blah. Then, you know, when you're hearing your name, but you're like, no, I must be dreaming. <laughs> And then Stephen, then I tell us, yeah, 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 come. Like, oh, it's happening. You know, I'm going to make my debut. And uh, <clears throat> two, three words, do the same as training. That's it. Play. Got on really well. We drew over there to all next week. Put me in the start in 11, yeah. 19. You say, why do you think you're going to start? And then, you know, uh, it's quite a awkward discussion with the coach, you know. I was like, yeah. I think I did well. He was like, No, don't think you did well, you know. And he said uh, the same play your games and stuff like that. Amazing games the following day. Uh, we lost one, one nil, uh, but I did well. Uh, everybody, uh, newspaper, and everything. And I was playing actually already my game, getting the balls in the hands of the goalkeeper, driving, blah, 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 pass, 20 meters and stuff. But the ball were getting there, you know, because I was like, oh, if I die, let me die with my games, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the uh, following week, uh, I, I told my dad after that game, uh, oh, that's, that's it, that it's, that, that's me, you know, my career started. And then, my dad looked at me in a funny way and I was like, what does he mean? I don't know if he had a feeling, you know. Yeah. Following week, we're going to Lorient. Uh, 
on Friday, uh, yeah, the coach wants to talk to you. And yeah, Steven, uh, uh, before you get on uh, at Nice, the guy uh, was playing got injured, blah, blah, blah. So tomorrow you're going to go back on the bench. And I, I don't know if I wanted to tell him or if I did tell him. So how should I suppose make my career start properly? If when I had my chance and I did well, and the guy's coming back and I'm the one who's going back to the bench. I, you know the way I think I was like, so I could have been terrible. It wouldn't have changed anything, yeah. you know? And uh, he was like, I know. And then at the same time, he's the guy who gave me my chance. So I was like, okay, then I played again against Nancy. I got on at half time. And after that, uh, uh, the following, I played against Nancy, did well, not as well as the first two games, to be honest, but okay, no goals conceded because of me, blah, blah, blah. Following week, it was the French Cup, and I was like, oh, that's good. He's going to take me and I'm going to play, not even in the squad. And at that moment of time, once more, I told myself, never in my career, Again, I'm gonna be on loan. Never. Yeah. I said never. And after that, it was uh, the bad thing started. Uh, not in the squad. Uh, they sent me to train with the reserve team. Uh, oh. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was. It was crazy. I, I've been through a lot, Derek. I've been through <laughs> a lot. Even at just a young age. Yeah. yeah. That's why uh, you know many people are like. But how can you manage? You're always like Jesus. And I say, hey, if you fell at age 18, 19, the way I did, with where I was coming from, everything talking about my name, being the next guy who's going to be national team, the main one, captain and everything, uh, believe me that if you're not strong enough and clever enough, because you have to be clever also to take it to the chin and be like, well, there is two solutions. First one, I give up, I quit, and I made and I make all of this guy happy. Second one, okay, it's gonna be painful. It's not gonna be the career I was thinking and working off because I wasn't dreaming. It wasn't a dream because I had everything to get that career. You know, yeah. the rest of my colleague made it. We were at the same national team for four years, why they did and why I did that. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why sometimes I want to tell people, few people in Google, ah, if he was that good, he would have. I'm like, if you're going that way, if you're going that way, but let me tell you some things, there is people that are not coming out the academy and they were way better than the guys that you can see from the same age from the academy. Yeah. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me how it's happening. It's like that. Yeah. And I understood that a football coach is making your whole career, that you like it or not, this is the actual fact. Yeah. And that's it. But my, my friends and ex-teammates are like, you're still playing. Uh, I'm quite like in my country because I'm an inspiration, you know, the young guys are messaging me on social media, 
they can see my work ethic and stuff like that. People that I played against when I was young are messaging me, we're so sorry for you, Steven. You meant to be there with them, but you're still playing, you're still... And I'm like, yeah, you know, and I'm going to try to to keep that the until age 40 plus. I love to say that to people and they're like, no, you're crazy. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to try to push this, you know, until forever, if I can say that like that, because it's it's so good to play football there. Honestly, like it's getting up in the morning and go and and I'm 34, but it's still the same me. If I lose a five-sided game, oh, you're going to hear me for 10, <laughs> minutes. And, you know, and some people, but get done with it. No, how can you say that? You know what I mean? And I told my coach and my wife, if one day I get home after a defeat and I'm not mourning, you can tell yourself it's, it's done, you know? Well, but, uh, you're, you're a long time retired, so you're as well trying to play as long as possible, Stephen. That's that, that's the thing. So that's a, a good attitude to have. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was episode 97, part one of the Talking Football podcast with Stephen Tico. I hope you enjoyed it as ever. Remember, if you want to listen to any previous episodes, you can catch them all on talkingfootball.co.uk. You'll also find a whole load of great content and articles on there. If you're on Twitter, you can follow us at Talking underscore Football. We're on Facebook and YouTube as well. If you want to sponsor the Talking Football podcast, you can do just that. Just visit the Get Involved page on the website or email us at contact at derekclarksports.co.uk. Stay tuned for part two, where Stephen goes into terrific detail as he relives his time at Easter Road. But until then, thanks for listening. Keep safe. Bye for now.